everybody and welcome to the hardworking dad podcast i'm your host gabriel perez and this is the podcast for christian fathers looking to do hard work in themselves so that they can transform their family life this is the first time we're meeting like i said gabriel perez married to my wife for 19 years we have three kids uh, my wife and i both work full-time jobs and we partner together in homeschooling our kids and in addition to that i'm a certified biblical parenting coach all right so if you're just tuning into this if this is your first episode this is a part two to the marathon episode that was prior to this and i'm just sharing some experiences that i had in with god and a, a huge moment of being fathered by God, of addressing issues in my heart. And um, I would encourage you to go back to that episode if you have not listened to it. And, and, um, and then come back here and finish up this journey. So with that, let me just jump right back in to the marathon. So when I left, I was in a dark place. I was hurting. I was in pain. My legs had shut down. I could barely run i was walking and my mind got into a dark place and and this is not the first time i've been in this kind of dark place where i've been pushed beyond my limits um uh, maybe in the future i'll share another episode of how i went on a backpacking trip in zion there, this seems to be a reoccurring theme here um and what in in very much the same way i got to the end of my limits and so here I am in the marathon and I just start questioning God. Why am I doing this marathon? What is the point of this? I, I can't even run. I'm forced to walk and it just seems like nothing works out for me. That was where, where my mind was going. And honestly, it's, it's touching on a wound of my heart. A wound that I've had growing up is just like, it's all up to me to work things out. It's all in my own strength to get things done. And when that doesn't happen, I get frustrated. I get upset. And I, I, I ultimately just feel alone. Like, I just feel like I'm left to my own devices at that time. Or I'm not good enough. You know, these are the things that, that, that start to bubble up. Excuse me. So, so these questions are bubbling up. And while they're bubbling up, while I'm walking, I'm getting passed by. People just keep passing me by. And with every person that passes me by, I try to start running again. And I try to keep up. I'm like, no, let me just keep pace with this person. And I'm just going to be honest with you. This is the ego inside of me. And it's going to sound really jerky douchey what however you want to say it. but i'm just gonna be honest i'm gonna be real i was starting to get upset because i was looking at people who were older than me passing me up people who i thought were maybe probably more out of shape than i am they weren't because they were passing me up but you know like older i saw older dads like guys in their 50s and and they had the classic dad bod and i was like and these guys were passing me up everybody 
lot of people were passing me up. And, and it was just, I'm very competitive. I've also got some ego in there. And I was just getting frustrated. I was like, why, why can't I run? Why can't I just run? It's, I'm not even like, I'm not tired. I'm just hurt and injured. And I, it, and that's what was frustrating. It was like, I couldn't even, it wasn't even an endurance test, but ultimately it is because I am testing my endurance on, I mean, it is a test of endurance, but you know, in that sense, I wasn't like breathing hard. And, and I honestly, I, I feel guilty saying that, but I'm, I'm just trying to be as real and as honest with you guys as I am. So that's just happening while this is coming up. And then I started just going, you know, God, this is just how it is. I, I jump into things and they just don't work out. And I'm blaming God in a sense. I'm like, God, you give me these callings on my heart. And it just seems like I fail at whatever you call me to do. I'm failing. And, and it just sucks. It sucks. You know, there's so many things in that I've done because I'm, I'm a person who gets excited about things. I'm a person who jumps into things. I, there's a lot of things that I try and do. And I can say that they're failures, but they're not because I've, you know, I am grateful that I have a wife that grounds me because when I, we look back, we see God's hands in these things. It's not that I failed. It's that I grew in them and then moved on. But if you were looking at it as like, did you make money? Okay, then I failed. Did you do this? No, I failed then. But, but did God move in my heart? Yes. Did God guide me into a new direction? Yes. Did God grow me in a certain area? Yes. Did God break expectations that I have and replace it with newfound trust in him? Yes. And so it's a process that I've gone through, and it, but it doesn't mean that it stings. It doesn't mean that I feel fine um, or I'm just like, oh, those are in the past. I'm good. You know, the enemy has a way of bringing up your past, bringing up anything that didn't meet quite the expectations you have and use them against you. Use them in a way that, the, that you start to be upset, not about at the enemy, but you're upset at God. You're upset and thinking, God, why aren't you working through, you know, and basing God on tangible outcomes. God is more concerned about our heart than he is about the outcome. He is more concerned about the condition of where our heart is than the outcome of a situation. So as I'm getting to this bitter part, I've got like four miles left. And I'm just, um, I'm burnt. I'm totally like, I, if I could quit, I would. Like I, I had the mind to just like, you know, I can't finish this. There's no way I can go another five miles and at, at walking in this kind of pain and not being able to run. And, and also like, I think they're going to be, the finish line is going to be packed up. Like at six hours, they pack up. So if you don't make the, the marathon in six hours, they're gone. And so I just struggled. And, I, and, I, and as people kept passing me, they, the, the oldest person in, that was in that marathon was 82 years old. I'm pretty sure that guy passed me up. I, I, I saw him and I was like, this guy's that's the guy. That's the 82-year-old who's in the marathon. Because I'm listening to uh, the, 
like that it's the company and they give you like fun facts about stuff as you're going. They, they keep you updated on your time, where you're at, how much you got, where there's an aid station. And one of the facts was that there was an 82 year old man running this marathon. Pretty sure that guy passed me up. And you know, my pride, my ego, it's just going down. And I get to, um, I got like maybe a mile left. I'm getting close to the finish line and I've thought about quitting. I would probably if it was easy, but there, there was no one to pick me up. I thought about calling my in-laws because they were like close, but at the same time I was like, I, I can't do that. I'm just, I'm just going to have to walk it. And as I get to the, I got a mile out. These two guys, these two older guys come up behind me and they're like, Hey man, how are you doing? And I was just like, I'm struggling. And they're like, this guy says, well, that's all right. Hey, just come run with us for 12 seconds. And I was like, all right. And I run with them for 12 seconds. I'm, I'm not able to keep up with them, but I'm like, I'm trying to run. And he goes, we're going to stop for 10 seconds. And then we're going to run for 10, 12 more. He's like, my legs give out too at that point. They cramp up. So 12 seconds is all I can do. But just stay with us. I was like, all right. I like your guys' style, you know. And so we're doing that. And I'm trying to keep up. They're slowly getting a little bit ahead of me. But I'm, I'm doing my best to hobble along. They see another guy. And they say, hey, man, how you doing? And the guy just kind of didn't say anything. He's like, run with us. And the guy started to run with them. But then he just he dropped out. And I, I'm just sticking with them, going at their 12-second pace, 10-second break 12 seconds on 10 seconds off and as i'm running with them i i feel the lord's voice say this is me with you this is my encouragement this is me not leaving you on your own i'm here with you and it was just i can't explain but i've had this sense before i've had this feeling before like I said, a Mount Zion experience where it just overwhelms you. You can't really put your finger on it. You can't say, oh, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. It's just a peace that passes beyond understanding. And, and honestly, in that moment when, and it wasn't like that long phrase, like I just said, it was like, this is my fathering. That's kind of what was really just pushed into my heart. And I think it kind of fleshed it out for you guys a little bit. I was overcome with emotion. Immediately, like the tears just come. And I was like, oh man, this is, this is God. Because I am someone who really, I struggle with emotion. I struggle with feeling my emotions, with communicating my emotions, especially with crying. It is hard for me to cry and it's hard for me and and it actually in that moment i was like i gotta i gotta lock this up because i can't um, i can't be like losing my my stuff right here um and so i i kind of just took deep breaths and you know i felt it and i was walking running with it and it was just but it was just it was overwhelming because the second i thought about that the tears would come and i'd be like no okay you're almost there you can get to your car and you can cry in your car but right now, let's just finish this marathon. And 
And so sure enough, um, the other guy was running with us, a really nice guy. He went on ahead to finish on his own because um, I think he was just encouraging Steve. That was the guy's name. Steve would never know how much he impacted my life. But I finished that marathon right behind Steve. And honestly, it was, it was, I was wrecked. Like I almost started crying when they crossed the finish line because it was, I, I felt it. I just, you know, they're taking pictures and I was like, I don't want a picture of me just losing my stuff. Um, but man, it just, it, it can, it kept every time I would think about that moment, I would immediately start to cry. I would, and it just, it kept coming back. And so when I look back at that moment, at this marathon, there's a couple things. There was a song that played, um, Kristen DeMarco, I believe it is. And I'm not sure the title, but one of the lines is he is in the waiting. So often when we go through life, we're just, we're honestly just hoping for the outcome. We're hoping God shows up only in the end. But God is in the beginning, the middle, and the end. He's in every part of that journey. And when I look back, I can say, he told me, your ego, that's going to be an issue. And sure enough, that whole journey up until that last mile was me having to let go of my ego, of my pride, of having to just break me down because he knew I wasn't going to be able to receive what he had for me at the finish. I wasn't going to be able, if I had ran that marathon on my own strength in a great time, there would have been probably no fathering moment. There would have been no encouragement from him. And he knew that. And so he had to let my pride and my ego be broken down. And then that song, he's in the waiting. He's in those moments. Because in those moments when my pride and my ego was being broken down, and I was questioning God, where are you? He's there. When I was waiting for some breakthrough, thinking that like all of a sudden my legs would be healed. Maybe I'll be able to run again. Like, cause I tried desperately to just run. I said, I'm going to push through this pain. I'm going to run. And it, it was like, it was impossible. There was no way I was going to run. Cause it just felt like something was going to snap. And I was just forced to a stop to a walk. But he was in that waiting. He was with me every step of the way when I was questioning him, when I was, when all my ugliness was coming up, he was there with me. Didn't shy away. Wasn't disgusted by it as much as I was. He was there. And then when that end came, he said, all right, now you can, you can receive what I have to show you. And it's so encouraging because I think we're, as fathers, we go through a lot of stuff. When is it going to get easier? When is it going to get better? When is my X, Y, and Z going to happen? And I just want to encourage you that God is in that whole process. We're waiting for an outcome. God is waiting for our heart to change. God is waiting for our ego to drop. God is waiting for us to depend on him. And so just remember and be encouraged. He's in those waiting periods when you feel like no one's there. 
He's in those periods when you feel like you're all alone and nothing's going to change. Take heart. Take courage. So my encouragement for you is what are some things on your heart? What are some areas that you've been brewing that may need to come up? My challenge for you is to, is to maybe find a place where you can really bring these up with God. Really find, journal them, write them down. Take the time to understand your heart and what you need from God. And just be willing to walk with Him. Be willing to take that step of faith into a journey that maybe you're uncomfortable with. Maybe this whole fathering by God is, is something that is kind of new to you. Be willing to step into that. Be willing to take steps of uncomfortableness and allow that to be your faith block, your faith step. And that is my challenge to you. My encouragement is, is when it gets rough, when it feels like it's not going the way you hoped it would, he is in the waiting. He is in the in-between. And so that, I hope that encourages you. I hope you it enlightens you just to the idea of what it's like kind of to be fathered by God. Because I share this because this shapes who I am as a man, a husband, and a father. This helps me show up. When God fathers me in such a way, it opens my heart to now being a husband and a father to my kid, my kids. It helps me have a better understanding because now my heart has been ministered to, so I have more of it to give. And that's what this whole process of heart work is about, working on our hearts so we have more of our heart to give to our family. We're not operating out of a wounded heart. We're operating out of a whole heart, a restored heart, a healed heart, a redeemed heart. That's a heart that God can use. That's a heart that can minister to your wife and your kids. That's a heart that can lead under the spiritual guidance of the Father. So, that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk next time.